Hi there. This is Tim Mucci, one of the co-creators of Roommate from Hell. This is Nick Douglas, one of the other co-creators. The other. Oh, uh, and Levi Sharp here, a sound designer. Some might say a third creator. <clears throat> I was totally invited to this and uh, absolutely in the same room. Uh, anyway, we wanted to thank you very much for listening to very season very one yeah. of Roommate from Hell. Yeah, it really means a lot. It was a good season. It took. It was like three years in the making. It was, yeah. It took a long time. Also, Tim, why do you sound so far away? You totally didn't need an engineer here with you. We're writing season two now. We're hard at work. We've got a couple of writers working with us. Yeah. Uh, we have Daniel King and Serena, actually, uh, who plays Claire yeah. in the show, is on uh, our writing team. Yes, Serena Burns. <laughs> we have my baby daughter, Peony, doing quality control. Hey, hey, Peony. Yeah, she hates how this is going so far. She's probably wondering where Levi is. She doesn't like bits. She hates bits. It's weird for the daughter of Nick Douglas to hate bits. Uh, we're still really tiny, and I think most of you probably found out about the show after this season one ended. So thanks so much for listening. Yeah, and if you found it because someone told you about it or you read about it, we would really appreciate it if you shared it with someone else. Um, right now we are at that stage where like people haven't heard of us. Like if you've kind of, if you know if you listen to a lot of audio drama, which I think a lot of you have right now uh, in our current audience, and if you can share in those spaces where you talk about other shows, that's been a big help. And to everyone who has done that, thank you so much. That's It's really blown up. Just a couple of people covering us has really made a huge difference. That's how, like, really in the beginning we are right now. And we don't have, like, anyone to market this. I, we're both trying to do it around other jobs. Everyone on our show, like, is doing a lot of other work and trying to piece this together in between. And so we're really proud of what we've been able to put out as something that we're all doing on uh, the side. Absolutely. And the the organic growth of the podcast has been really great because we don't do a big push on social media. We do what we can, but- you know, We we're try. We're people. three people and, and the actors. Yeah. Surprisingly bad at yeah. social media yeah, yeah. for, I think, two people who have at one point worked professionally doing social media. Yeah. <laughs> three people. Don't tell the people who paid us money. So please also like do the rate and review thing. I don't use Apple Podcasts usually. Shh. Apple is always listening. But when I like a show, I do go and try to rate it five stars. Um, what I also really like to do is I use Overcast. So there is a star feature that recommends it at least to your friends who are on the app. Overcast is not paying us for this. Um, whatever app you're using, you know, if you want to rate it on that, it, it really like right now, we every now and then end up on like the comedy <laughs> charts on Apple because like enough people are leaving ratings and reviews. So I, we really appreciate that. I'm sorry, Peony. Peony is very proud of the podcast as well, as you can hear. Yeah. So here are some of the reviews that we have gotten on iTunes. Sarek Vaster says that we are funny AF. And Sarek Vaster, here is your roommate from hell curse. May your children, if you have any, get into only the second best schools. Another one that's pretty good is Christy Mee. She calls our podcast fun and refreshing. Thank you, Christy. May the boils and plagues we inflict on you be minimal and easily covered with a sweater. Anyway, here is a bonus episode. You're going to hear uh, Surgat. Yeah. Welcome to the bar, McFamins. It's like you're actually there on Roommate from Hell. Nick, I got this. <clears throat> it's like you're actually there on Roommate, Roommate from, from Hell. hell.
Greetings, fair patron. Hello. Welcome to my famines. You may summon me by uttering the name Surgat, minor demon, opener of locks, and humble tender of the bar at your service. Okay. Draft specials are writ upon the board of chalk, and it would behoove you to understand that with every three beers comes a free shot. Please seat yourself anywhere, or if you would like to join my friend and I here at the bar, feel welcome. He appears prone, but let me assure you that his listening skills are unparalleled. Are you uh, Are you uh, I, I think I'm gonna go. Fool! Another who likely mistook us for Tully Fuckigans. You'll find no popped corn and Jenga games here. Uh, but I despise a quiet shift. It causes me to crave mayhem and thirst for havoc. If I am bound by the laws of hell to spend my hours tending bar in the mortal realm, at least let them be exciting hours. This grim hovel pales to the blasphemous delights of Hades. Torture, sadism, and fornication must all be consented upon here. In hell, such revelries are mere orientation. <laughs> of course, the pecking order there does become tiresome. There are only so many centuries you can spend accepting the shit of your demonic superiors. And I mean that quite literally. Now you mum is wise to keep me bound. Shall I tell you of the charnel delights my unholy spirit would visit upon Slope Hill were I not stuck here? Ah, cherished patron you have before you an empty glass. Allow me to fix you up a signature cocktail. Are you perhaps an Uzo man? I have named this concoction St. Sebastian's Prick. There. If you lift your head from the bar top, you'll see how... If you just lift it up, you can see how vibrant the colors... You'll just look... Sorgat, do not harm the patrons. Aye, Naeem, am I. Would you mind, kind sir, if I just took a sip? Someone must appreciate this craftsmanship. Ah, delicious. Yes, I have been commanded to abstain from diabolic merriment, but I find pleasures where I may. Why, one week ago, either through poor planning, bad luck, or the cursed map I made, a bachelorette party ended up here. As Modius himself would blush in retelling of the wild ribaldry perpetrated that night. Yea, but through the bacchanalia, the bride, urged to truth by copious amounts of alcohol, remitted unto me the secret behind the anxious beating of her heart. A beat, she confessed, which quickened in fear at the thought of eternal monogamy. Playing the role of the wise bartender, I erased her fears in a deluge of shots and kind words, and by night's end I was invited to her bridal brunch, <laughs> an occasion which I gleefully ghosted. <laughs> I can still taste Mackenzie's fleeting disappointment. <sighs> of course, since I am commanded to remain within the bar, I could not go even if I wanted to. Oh, but I reserve a particularly petty tactic against those who tip poorly. I loudly distribute complimentary peanuts to all in the establishment. 
clearly branding the outcast a social pariah akin to a leper. It is my hope that one day I can stoke an outburst of wild rage. But thus far, none have noticed. A half-hearted attempt in truth? Naimam does not allow me to keep my tips anyway. Not since she discovered my attempts to buy live ammunition off of the dark world wide web. Uh. <sighs> oh, fuck. Pardon, in my loquaciousness I seem to have quaffed the entirety of your cocktail. Allow me to mix you another. This one's called Your Mother's Tits, and it has a surprisingly sweet aftertaste. There, between you and me, it had long been my desire to work alongside the mighty Beatrice Blackwing, the first to stand against the tired sun and grass in these, an epic figure in the soul tree, she ascended Hell's Ladder with astounding immorality. She out-manipulated Mephistopheles, embarrassed Beelzebub, razzed Azaziel, and has been purposefully mispronouncing Cain Payman's name for decades. <laughs> it angers him terribly. I was quite excited when she summoned me to the mortal realm, and my imagination conjured an orgy of murder and corruption. Uh, well... Uh, but I am not one to dwell. This is certainly better than cleaning the eyeballs out of Belial's jizz pit. Still, I have never understood the obsession Beatrice and Lucifer have with humanity. <laughs> Your best attempt to stave off extinctions are imaginary codes of conduct. And you can't even agree on one! Say what you will about hell, but being pinned to the wheel of pain by a cold iron rod imbues the rules with a certain clarity. <laughs> You haven't even tasted the drink I made for you. Shall I make you another? I can whip up a three-mile island iced tea. <sighs> what? <laughs> Have you been dead this whole time? <laughs> I knew I liked you for a reason. Come on. Let's get your wallet so I can toss your body in the trash. was Roommate from Hell, written and performed by Tim Mucci. Editing, sound design, and mixing by Levi Sharp. Theme song by Jason Oberholzer. Outro theme by Sibs. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Evil Sitcom. Please rate and subscribe. Do as I say, and don't ask why. <laughs>